plus positivity with positive workplaces. Plus one with positive workplaces. Hello, welcome to another episode of Plus One with Positive Workplaces. We're your hosts, Athena and Trina, ready to take on another topic as we tackle entering the workforce. For this episode, we'll be talking about the importance of one's growth mindset in entering a workplace. We are joined by our guest today, Mela Roque, a BS Psychology graduate of UP Diliman. She graduated magna cum laude and currently works as a brain trainer at BrainRx Philippines. So sit down, have some tea, and have a listen to some positivity! So, hi, Mela. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Hi. No problem. I'm happy to be here. We're also happy to have <laughs> you here as well. So, um, we'll, we'll have a simple check-in question. Lang. Um, so, the check-in question for today is, how have you been lately? Wow. <laughs> I don't feel like this would be so hard to answer. <laughs> <laughs> how have I been lately? Hmm, actually, all things considered, I'm in a good place right now. Um, yeah, um, a lot of things that have been, you know, on the downhill since the pandemic started are starting to look up for me. Aww. And yeah, I'm, I feel pretty good about where I am and where I'm headed. So that's me. What about you, Athena? Mm, for me, I've been alright because the semester's just ended for me. I'm not yet graduating. I still have another sem, but I've been enjoying the days where I don't have any schoolwork to do. Ganun. So, ang saya-saya yung pagising mo. Parang, wow, wala ko gagawin sa to-do list ko. <laughs> so, medyo, I've been enjoying that then. So, I've been able to have time for my hobbies and all. So, yeah. I'll pass it to you, Trina. I think for me, I've been feeling quite energetic lately because <laughs> yesterday I took a dance class and then it was so it was quite tiring but then it was also like oh, let's go it's like new skills to try and earlier this morning we also had meetings and everything and I feel like I feel so up and ready to keep working whenever I feel productive so I've been feeling like that lately so yeah that's our check-in for today it's really nice to hear that everybody here is feeling great today (laughs) and I hope this continues on for the next for the following days to come and for the following weeks to come at this point we can actually start with our first question for you Mela how was it like looking for a job like how did you feel and what did you go through when you were looking for a job especially because i know you started working just in this pandemic after you graduated right so how was it for you i felt so lost <laughs> you know this is not really something that <laughs> yeah. um they say that college prepares you to to have a job but college doesn't actually prepare mm. you to get the job you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's all these, there's all these, um, I guess you would say, 
all these little things that you you find out mm. along the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's lalo na that I and and the employers are navigating recruitment and hiring and working from home remotely and all that. So parang mm. lahat tayo na ano pa. <laughs> it was that. Oh uh, yeah. It was that kind of feeling. And um, I felt like my the line of work that I was looking for because I was not so common I'd say because mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, I mean I know there's a lot of job opportunities for working with kids in this country but then parang I was looking for something more than just like the typical tutoring or you know things like mm-hmm. that so parang even from the start I was so picky so it took mm-hmm. me quite some time before I found places that I wanted to even apply to <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, specific job did you first get into and what job are you working on now? All right. So my first job, um, I had been following this organization called Tula Philippines mm-hmm. since um, hearing from one of my upperclassmen, si Nika Malonzo, that she worked there. And we have very similar career goals and outlook at, mm-hmm. on um, yeah. jobs. So I was thinking, ah, I can follow this place. In case they hire, para makita ko, di ba? So, about a month into my uh, nitpicky job hunting, then nakita ko na, we are hiring, looking for part-timers. Ako, yes, let's go! <laughs> so, so, yeah, I just, I went for it, I applied for it, and thankfully, I got in. So, um, that job was, on one hand, one of my responsibilities was to tutor in math and English. But on the other hand, um, that center also offered a special class that they call um, a life skills club. And Ooh. what that is, Ooh. it's that it kind of aims to reignite the love of learning for the sake of learning for kids. Oh, I was able to handle, we call it missions, cafe. I was able to mm-hmm. handle, I believe, four, four missions, was it? So one was... Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Change Makers. So it was teaching kids about how to kind of get to know themselves and align mm-hmm. their knowledge of themselves to the possible jobs that they can get in the future. Oh, what? That's yeah, so like they were teaching kids. Yeah, so like personality testing and then job hunting all the way to resume, job interview. It was so cute. That's cute. It was so cool as well. Like kids getting skills like that. And then something else pa. So, syempre, bagay sa pandemic, we also taught them about um, a holistic approach to health. So, um, mm. physical health, you know, sanitation, preventing COVID. Pero syempre, meron din yung aspect of um, emotional health, social health, and all that. So, yeah. that was a really important topic for the kids to touch on at that point in time. And then other things like biodiversity, like, how to put up a restaurant. Yeah, those are like wow, the those topics that we've had so far. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then now, how about your job now? What what were the stuff that you started getting into now? Okay, so parang, I guess para my segue rin. So I mm-hmm. felt, uh, it was part-time work that I was doing at Tula. And I felt mm-hmm. like this was around January, start of the year. And I felt like I was ready to take on more. Mm-hmm. And um, to like I said, really more of part-time work. So I, I was set on, I felt I was ready to move on, find something full-time and really, you know, 
since I had dipped my toes in the water, I was ready to dive in. So mm-hmm. I was on the I was on the hunt again, but this time it was only for one day because um <laughs> did you ever do that thing on LinkedIn where you try all these filters and then uh, yeah, yeah yeah just and to go down entry, to the very specific level yeah. less than one year experience yeah. <laughs> so all sorts of filters and combinations and usually I'm so specific that it turns out empty but there was one result and it oh. was to be a brain trainer so I don't know but okay <laughs> <laughs> so, so I like panic I checked it out because they were Looking for um, looking for people with a background in psychology, in teaching, in sped, um, to teach kids to teach kids for brain training, and mm-hmm. I didn't really get what that was <laughs> at the time. But when I was reading, because the other stuff that they were looking for, like we're looking for people with a growth mindset, people who are um, sharp and on their toes, like willing to be. If I'm very adaptable, who love to change the lives of children. And I was like, oh, that's me, that's me. I don't know how to So I applied and then again, thankfully, got in to the job. Yay. Yeah. So what I, so now now that I know what brain training is, <laughs> I can I can tell you guys that it's a lot like um being at a mental gym. Mm. So like so think of it like in a physical gym. Um you there are different things that you would do to strengthen different parts of your body, different aspects yeah. of your of your physical health, right? So maybe you'd lift weights, you'd um train your arm muscles, your leg muscles, you'd train your mm-hmm. power, your endurance, your strength, things like that, right? So there's like an equivalent of that for the brain. So doing certain activities um and doing it at certain intensities can actually improve the way that you learn and absorb information so Mm -hmm. um training your attention skills for example like helping you focus better on things helping you focus on different things at the same time helping you ignore other things and focus only on one thing things like that or processing speed helping kids um process information faster because sometimes snappy to um to learn and understand. Right, and yeah. there are a lot of, not even kids, eh, there's a lot of people who struggle with that. Mm-hmm. So brain training targets <laughs> skills like the two I've mentioned and many more. Oh, that's really nice. It's it's really interesting like how specific, it like down to the very final filter of everything. But with that, what were some other considerations that you had when looking for a job in general like you mentioned you were very um nitpicky about looking mm-hmm. for a job right so parang what yes. was yeah what are some things you were considering oh the considerations i made um so first of all like the credibility of the organization because mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. sometimes ang dami lang mga hiring english tutor pero i worry parang is this a real place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, if it's an organization that I can research, that I can see reviews about, yeah. they have established online presence, mm-hmm. then, okay, okay, safe stuff. Um, other considerations I made, I, I really take a look at the whole, um, like, you know how companies post 
like an entire part, like a whole essay about what yeah. they're looking for in their applicants. When I see when I see an essay, like for me, that's like, oh, okay, this company um, knows who they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, that's a green light for me because it helps. And, and on yeah. my end, alam ko rin kung bagay ako. Kasi diba if they just say looking for tutor, tapos yun pala, they want a tutor who's this, this, and this, and I'm not like that. And then we yeah. both wasted our time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like very specific details, duties, responsibilities, job description, things like that. Um, I really prefer those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. To save time for me and the empo- and the recruiter. Mm-hmm. And then in the application process naman, um, parang I guess a big thing for me is how they conduct their recruitment processes. Mm-hmm. Because the both for both the jobs I applied to, like it was very extensive, the application process. Yeah. Parang, and I appreciated that because it really made they really made sure I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. Like hindi yung parang, Oi, pasok resume mo. You're hired. No. That's it. Yeah. They were yeah, they really took time to orient their all their applicants. Like, kahit hindi pa nga shortlisted eh. They really took time to orient and educate applicants about what what their company stands for, what their values are, the kind of people that exist already there. So you can see kung you'll, yeah. you'd be a good fit. Kasi diba, baka you're all good at the work, pero what if yung company culture di ka pala mm-hmm. bagay. Yeah. So, yeah, I really, I really took a look at that. And for both places, they both really reminded me of, of college. Mm-hmm. In the sense oh, that yeah. it's very, very people and growth centric in both mm-hmm. organizations. As in, sobrang, what a big coincidence it was that both organizations really place value on growth mindset. Yeah. Because like, coming from my first to the second employer, um, they were like, we usually, people don't usually know about growth mindset. Yeah. And this is one of our biggest yeah. values here at the company. And I said, oh, yeah, that's it. At Tula, this was also a, something that we placed a lot of value on and something that I personally do as well. I just didn't have a name for it until I joined Tula. So, ayun, talagang, oh, how, how things aligned between yeah. those two jobs. It felt really nice. Yeah, I really like, I li- I really like how you put importance in growth, especially the growth mindset. I think that's something also that I guess I do... I look at, and I'm sure a lot of people also would like to prioritize in terms of looking for jobs. And maybe something similar, I guess, to the growth mindset can be Maslow's hierarchy of needs, in which it's a tiered um, higher, it's a tiered hierarchy of course. And it talks about it talks about how one must achieve a certain level of like needs before you grow into the highest level which is self-actualization and this start i can just give a brief background of it just for everyone's Mm -hmm. information as well it starts with the physiological needs so basically our basic needs like air water food shelter and after that is the safety safety needs where one needs personal security employment resources health and property and once someone has achieved that this is when it becomes more personal and very um, internal, where they start looking for love and belongingness. And after that, self-esteem, uh, esteem, self-esteem, 
status recognition and the final one with which is self-actualization and it's basically the desire to become the most that one can be and with that how about you Mela you mentioned like a lot of things about the growth mindset and what you what you were looking for are there any other specific needs here from Maslow's hierarchy of needs that stood out to you when looking for a job hmm. so syempre there's the the first two physiological safety because job equals income right? mm-hmm. yeah. and in a, in a pandemic um, it's it's a blessing and maybe even a luxury mm-hmm. to have a stable source of income that's true, that's true. So yeah, so yeah that, that played a big role especially since you know a lot of things changed even within my family's financial flow mm-hmm. of things not yeah. so drastically but enough that when I was able to secure a job I felt more secure mm-hmm. because um good i i had a way to contribute just in case um, my family would need it yeah and then parang when i think about it parang yung self actualization yung priority ko lagi <laughs> like looking for jobs like yeah. something that contributes to what i want to do in the future and then once i get the job i realize wait a minute Will I be able to make friends here? So then, for the love and belonging, and it and um, I think I was like very fortunate in this regard because Tula, my job at Tula was totally online, mm-hmm. and yes, I made such lasting like friendships oh. that I believe will last. Oh, that's so nice. So, that's nice. I, I, I don't know. Ang lang ng pagka-cultivate ng workplace connection that feel like more than just co-workers, lalo na sa Tula. At, at Rainer X, it was a little more challenging. I think because it was face-to-face na kasi. I was like, oh, oh, wow. I, don't inter- I don't know how to interact with people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after a while, and it helped because I had Diero with me. He, he's mm-hmm. one of my friends and we entered at the same time. Oh. So, there was that big factor and the fact that my bosses grab it, they are both so kind and so reassuring mm-hmm. na in time I'm about four months in now at that job na mm-hmm. in coming in it feels exciting because I also like the people that I work with so the yeah. love and belonging is there yeah. um <laughs> esteem naman parang I guess in a sense it's kind of a like when I go for a job it's kind of a given mm-hmm. na I'm I'm accepted this but this position because I know that um in this job they will respect me I will respect others na yeah. it's something that even if I'm not good at I can I can be good at it yeah in time <laughs> yeah yeah so there I guess there's really all five integrated into it yeah it's nice that everything it all comes yeah. to play when you're already in the workforce that you're able to get all these in what bang it's so nice. Yeah. yeah, like combo na siya. When you, you're able to get it all now at your job. Package deal na pala. That's true. Package Five in one. But yun nga, like seeing that you can already get all of these in getting a job, were there any stuff that you did in preparation for the jobs that you're applying for? Since yun nga, you mentioned that Tula at the start was uh, online. So because yun nga, kakastart pa lang ng pandemic and everything. How was that like an added difficulty or was it, you said that it was like, buti na lang um, online siya, but were there any difficulties with that 
or even just preparing for the jobs as a whole? Preparing for the jobs as a whole. I guess one thing. I was coming from ilang months of, you know, bumming around. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, am, I, am I really ready to commit time? Yeah. And this time, yeah. and this time I'm getting paid. So parang there's added pressure na you really need to get your stuff done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, yeah. one, you need to make the most yeah. out of the money you're giving. <laughs> yeah, talagang, I guess it was the commitment that I was mm-hmm. psyching myself up to prepare for. Like, diba, on one hand, gusto ko nang, I want to do something productive. But on the other hand, parang, oh, the bum life can be so good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so parang, you know, parang preparing myself na, okay, you have to start, like, you know, having a routine schedule again. Mm-hmm. Like, hindi na pwedeng kahit ano, basta the day comes. Like, I will have work days, and then I will have non-work days. So I need to make sure that I can draw a fine line between them from home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was one of my parang, the initial things that made me sad about mm-hmm. online work. It's like, I mean, it's fun during work and then I'm with the kids. So talagang, there's no not much time to think. Yeah. But then logging out feels so abrupt. Parang one moment, you're, you're with your office mates, you're checking out for the day. And then the next, you're on your own, you're back up. You're at, you realize, oh, I'm just at home. I'm on my own again. Yeah. Parang, oh... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe that feeling. But I just, parang kulang sa closure eh. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how in school, uh, yeah. you'd, say, you'd say bye to uh, each other, you'd hug your friends, yeah. and then you you drive or commute home, and then you get home. But then here, it's, yun na. Wala na. Yun na. The, the work day is over. So there, that was one thing that I struggled to adjust to. And then another thing, Zoom, Zoom fatigue is so real. Mm-hmm. Like, especially yeah. at this job, eh, at the end of the day, I'd be like, my head hurts. <laughs> I can't believe there is so much work so can happen in like within like a one meter, yeah. one square yeah. meter space. <laughs> it's true. Nakapagod, nakapagod siya talaga at first. And I'm glad that I started out as a part-time worker because I built up mm-hmm. that stamina i guess slowly yeah. i was able to build it up slowly mm-hmm. well that's really nice to hear so yeah i think now we can ask you a bit more about the job itself can you tell us like a bit more about your current job like a while ago you mentioned na it's brain training for kids like can you figure like walk us through what you usually do in a work day if like you're i like if you're allowed to share that information sure okay so um, as a full-timer at BrainRx, I have I actually have two-ish responsibilities. So one, I help out in the office team. So that's usually marketing work, um, um, admin stuff, um, writing reports. So that's what I do usually in the morning. And then in the afternoon is when I have students. So now I have, I currently have four students. Um, and the thing with brain training, because it's very intensive. Um, and mm. it and it has to be consistent for you to get the best results. So um, I see the same four kids for a minimum of about three months. The shortest program we offer uh. is seventy-two hours. Oh, so oh. right because it's because it's like it's, it's like long. exercising. You can't you can't yeah. you can't expect to exercise yeah. one day a week. I mean, you'll get some results, yeah. but it won't be the best. Yeah. 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 So for that consistency, we see kids five hours a week. 
Um, and ideally, over a period, uh, within, uh, over a period now of three months. Like, the more consistent, the better. Mm-hmm. So, talagang, I get to know my students. And they get to know me. Yeah, so our programs range from 72 hours to 144. There are students that do more than one program. And, yeah, so in a day, when I have my students, we... Uh, I facilitate with them um, their brain training activities. So we have um, what we call tabletop. So that's something that I do with them. So talagang back and forth exchange type of thing. And then they also have digital activities. So computer generated, parang computer games eh. But then, um, and then I'm the one who kind of coaches them through it. Like, pag, pag, pag na sila, keep going, you got this. <laughs> Moral support. Yeah, moral support type of thing. And um, so along, so while I'm, you know, training them, while I'm encouraging them, I'm also observing them. Mm. Because if I notice a pattern, for example, across exercises that involve memory, kirap sila. That mm. means that there's likely, uh, they likely have weak memory skills. So that means I need to drill that skill all the more. Because imagine, if you have weak memory, that affects, that, that can affect things in your life across the board. Yeah. yeah. In, learn, in learning, in day-to-day activity, sabihan ka ng mama, do this chart, tapos makalimutan mo. <laughs> diba? Like, it, it can have an impact talaga on daily life. So you have to be, we have to be very keen to observe those little things. Mm-hmm. And I guess kind of think, slowly paint a picture of what it's like for this student because we, ha- we we don't have just kids eh? our eldest student right now is in his 80s mm, so it's oh, a program wow. for everyone for everybody yeah to backtrack a bit um usually naman our our clients so if it's parents or if it's adults talaga coming in they have a certain concern already. Like maybe they'll say, oh, I noticed my memory is pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Or sabihin ng parent, oh, my son can't focus. Mm-hmm. As in, he can't do a single task for more than 10 minutes before he stands up and does something else. So they already have those observations. But then with us, when they start training with us, over their time, over my time with them, I get to paint a more complete picture. Why is it that this kid can't focus? Is it because is it because um is it because mahina sila at math kunwari they can't like they, yeah. they're not good at logic and reasoning skills so they don't want to pay attention to it because they feel that they're not good at it or or maybe it's a it's really just an impulse control thing right they maybe they haven't had an environment where someone firmly told them that you need to do this and you need to do this only. So yeah, it's that it's that kind of thing. It's it really keeps you on your toes. You really yeah. have to be observant. But at the end of the day, parang it, it's really what you need to do it to help these students. Mm. So it's very fulfilling. Sounds like there's a lot that you're doing, like not yeah. just in terms of admin, like writing reports, and not just in terms of training, but also trying to spot potential problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In line with that, like among the many responsibilities you have as a brain trainer, um, what's the thing that you like the most about your job? Um, so first of all, it's really, really fulfilling. Mm-hmm. As in, like it, it's really life changing. I've had students who, like, they start our program, 
and right off the bat when once they encounter something difficult kita mo kaagad how their their self esteem plummets and then they're like mm-hmm. oh this is too hard i can't do things like this or i'm just not smart enough to be able to do things like this and then you realize that par- these these kids are these students but they just need someone patient enough to sit with them <sighs> until they're able to figure it out until they're they're able to become cognitively strong enough to handle difficult tasks so when you see like the aha moment in these kids na parang i can do things pala if i just put in the work if i try <laughs> parang oh, it's so transformative eh. so like from a kid na umaayaw sa challenges i like they become someone na parang come on teacher hit me with more let's do that let's go Or they try so hard at school na because they realize na, oh, if I work hard enough, I can get better at things. Because there are kids naman na they're like, on the other side naman, there can be kids, they work so, so hard. But for example, it takes them three hours to do what someone else could do in one hour. Mm-hmm. So talagang ang, ano nila, ang tiyaga nila, but cognitively, they're just not there. So once you sharpen those skills and then they get to see na, oh my God, I can get things done now. My homework that used to take me three hours, I can now do in 30 minutes. Ang laking, like, do you, you think, parang people just go through these things and they don't fully realize until it's resolved or improved how how heavy it is, a burden on their shoulders, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So parang, yeah, what my favorite thing for sure about my line of work is how it really, I get to, I, it changes lives and I get a front row seat to seeing it. It's so nice to hear. They're really making an impact on these kids' lives. And then, I mean, sometimes you just really need someone, like what you said, to help to be patient enough to sit with you through it. And it's so nice that you're able to be that for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, like aside from how fulfilling is it your job is, is there anything else that you also like about your job? Um, so, of course, I'm training kids to be cognitively sharper, which requires me to be sharp as well. Yeah. And I, I enjoy it. Like, if I could be a student, I would. Like, doing the activities with the kids, like, checking as they do it is, like, not a chore at all for me. Because if I, I like, it's like, kaya ko ba to? Ooh, kaya ko. Like, I, I love the opportunity, the, the continual opportunity to also stretch myself mm-hmm. and you know yeah also challenge myself it's 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 a lot of fun like ever, yeah. ever since I enjoy ko yung mga puzzles riddles or oh, yung mga uh, figure out this pattern ganun so to, to do it for a living so yeah <laughs> that's so nice na in your line of work parang pati ikaw mismo you're still learning then mm-hmm. and you're and really growing yeah. like the growth is really seen When in the work that you get yourself into. In line with that, is there anything naman that you find a bit more um difficult in your job? Challenging. And like, yeah, challenging. Ganun. And if meron, how do you deal with it? I guess a challenging thing is how every day, like, you know, being on your toes, having a job that keeps you on your toes is double-sided. Because on one hand, I enjoy the challenges, diba? But on the other hand, there's still challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or when it's something really big like because there's only so much you can do with these kids remotely 
Mm-hmm. I, I report to work face to face, but then the kids for their safety, we conduct everything online with them. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. and when the student is like really challenged, like alam mo yun yung parang they're frustrated to the point of tears. Ayon na nila. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you bridge the distance between yeah. you and them through the screen? Um, so that that's challenging. And another thing, guys, that um, you have to be ready for all sorts of things to make all sorts of adjustments for these kids. And each kid is different, pa. Mm-hmm. So shifting from one student to the next, making sure you keep tabs on, parang, oh, okay, this is the student who um, needs extra help with this, this, and this. Yeah. So, kailangan lagi kang ready to anticipate to catch them. But at the same time, without, alam mo yun, without limiting them yeah, even yeah. before they die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's like really striking that balance of challenging them and of knowing where they need help, where you can help. And really just keeping tabs on all of that at the same time. That can be so taxing Now you can't have a sabaw day because if you have a sabaw day, wow, that's true. Grabe. Parang, you know, when you, like when you were talking about your job, pangdun dun yun shucks, ang, ang hirap talaga. Yeah. But I'm super glad na it's a job that caters to your strengths, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like earlier, you mentioned na you like um, riddles, puzzles, ganon. And, no, I think I do remember this card. Like, during the start, you mentioned that when you were looking for jobs, you wanted something that dealt with kids. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm super, and, ayun, parang, based on my kwento mo, parang your job, your job entails you to be on your toes, to be adaptable, to be quick on your feet. And, it seems like you're able to do that. So, I'm really glad na, that your job is able to cater to your strengths, if that makes sense. So, nagagamit mo siya sa trabaho mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I really I really feel that. Super glad for you. Because I, I think that not everyone has that. Diba? Ayun. So um it reminds me of like the strengths-based approach in positive psychology, which is something na in positive workplaces din, na parang laging dinidiin din nila. Na parang, um, so like a bit of a background lang. Like the strengths-based approach in positive psychology focuses on like, as the name says, one strength. So instead of like focusing on what one lacks, parang you focus more on how you use the strengths you have and how you apply it to like matters, ganun, like how you apply your strengths at work. Ganun. So you use yeah. what you're good at in different aspects of your life. And I'm glad that yun, like in your case, yung strengths mo, nagagamit mo siya dun sa job mo. Um, like out of curiosity, Trina, <laughs> ikaw, parang have there been instances ganun like sa... In, internship ganun, or like in life na nagagamit mo yung strengths mo? I think, yes. Especially, I guess especially now in positive workplaces talaga <laughs> na we really um, try to make sure that you're making use of your strengths. And I guess one of my strengths talaga is uh, relationship building with people and making sure that I'm aware of everyone. And one of my strengths based on our Gallup strengths, is individualization. And that's basically making sure that it's basically a strength that you're able to figure out somebody, like pers- how a person approaches things or figuring out how the people around you work. And I think what's great about knowing your strengths also and utilizing your strengths 
is that it makes you enjoy the job that you're doing na I my strength is individualization and I get to use it in the work that I do that I have like consultations with people and I get to observe but I think oh my gosh I'm fe- I'm really building these as well and yeah like what we've always been bringing up at the start the growth mindset that I get to sharpen this and I get to explore more strengths that I can do so yeah how about you Athena Um, personally for me, because um, like bit of bit of a background lang. Parang when we started the internship, we were asked to answer like a strengths test, yung Gallup strengths. Mm-hmm. Then unang lumabas sa akin was harmony. So parang strengths ba to? Parang ganon. <laughs> parang hindi niya parang kasi for me when I think of strengths, I think of more like um, yeah. parang kunay oh decision making, strategizing. Yeah. Parang yeah. mas mas nakikita eh, mo siya like uh, concrete mo stuff siya. eh parang harmony parang siya ko ano ba to but then like when I read about it and then yun parang once I learned more about the strength which ayun parang harmony um consensus building ganun and then ayun parang nagagamit ko siya sa sa work like sa internship ganun parang and it helps mask in a sense my weakness kasi uh, my harmony strength like I want to make parang gusto ko like agree tayo lahat sa isang bagay and if there's something unclear parang I try to like ask questions to clarify stuff so that I can yeah. get ano ba yun parang okay mas clear siya pero ako personally as a person kasi well, ship tao ko but like I, I'm kind of slow to understand things like yeah. I don't get stuff ah, feel ko ba kailangan ko ng brain training but yeah medyo mabagal ako Medyo mabagal ako sa ganun bagay. But then, since I have that harmony strength where I'm, I really ask questions to try to clarify stuff. So, okay, ganito ba? Parang ganun. Parang kahit pa paano na ano siya, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm able to use my strength to compensate or like to address mm-hmm. my weakness. Super glad. Parang nagagamit natin strengths natin. Yeah. At work, ganun. So, um, we'd like to move on to like the next part of the podcast which is more on like advice. Mela you talked about your experience and um how you were able to deal with everything utilizing your strengths in order for you to continue enjoying the do- job that you do and other difficulties that you've faced. Do you have any tips naman in applying for jobs especially in this time that you know from your own experience as a fresh graduate applying to jobs in this pandemic? Do you have any tips for that? Any tips? First is that you really need to reflect mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. take take yeah. take time to get to know yourself. Because I because mm-hmm. before before I started applying for jobs, that that was like a common tip that I saw online. And then when I started, <laughs> yeah. I realized that's one of the last time that I really stopped mm-hmm. and like reevaluated me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I. Like I've grown so much over the course of my life through like mm-hmm. the like through high school, through college, and after that. So fine, it's really important to know where you are and to know where you came from. Because for one, it'll help you know it'll help you know where you want to go. And another, yeah. once you apply to jobs, um, the job, the common job interview questions that you'll find online, talagang lalabas yun eh. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and it's not, and it's not, and it's not questions because everyone uses them but it's talagang um, recruiters get get something out of it they get yeah, to know you true. out of yeah. it diba? how how can they get yeah. to know you kung ikaw di mo kayang i-articulate diba? so, oh yeah <laughs> mm, true. to be able to do uh-huh, that uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
another thing is I guess to not to doubt your value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and this is in terms of shampoo, like financially, because you'll be compensated for your job. So you know, don't be afraid to negotiate for what you think you're yeah, worth. Yeah. And then another naman is respect in terms of the workload that you're given. Know what you're worth in the sense na parang, okay, this is my job. Um, you know, try your best to I, I mean in this in this in the same way that you're respecting the trust that the company has placed in you to mm-hmm. give you your position. Parang try to make sure that you enforce the same respect for yourself in return. Yeah, like that's something that I did early on that has helped me a lot. Yung parang alam na nang lang lahat ng office mates ko pag pag seven pag tapos na ng work hours di mo na makakontakt si Mela. <laughs> yeah. like, unless it's urgent of course, pero di ba yung parang Mm-mm. my work time is my work time mm-hmm. and I and unless it's an emergency I can't be con I I um clocked out mm-hmm. outside of those hours. So you know at the same time Ren, when you're given like when you're given responsibilities. You have to stay on top of them as well, so that you can you can com- communicate as early as possible whether kaya mo hindi. Especially when you're starting out, de ba? Because nangangapaka pa. Yeah. Things that take things that take um yung mga old the older workers short time will take you a long time because you're still figuring yeah. out. So I I, I guess you know yun communication talaga is like the undertone of all the advice I'm giving. Communication with yourself, with your recruiter, and eventually, if you do get hired, communication with the people you work with. That's really nice. And I guess another one, like you said, that there was stuff that you practiced even before trying to get into a job and when you did get into a job. Are there other stuff that you wish you could have done differently or other things that you wish could have done more? Hmm. Done differently. Like looking back, because from here, from where I am now, there's nothing I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. But I guess what I wish was different was like how, because I I was I was so afraid to like um for mm-hmm. like yeah and like uh, applying for and entering both jobs. Yung parang ang daming ang daming self doubt and all that. Like parang even after yeah. reflecting on myself and knowing myself and knowing my worth, parang sure there's still that doubt. Yeah. Parang, yeah. Is this right? Still, yeah. Yeah. Every step of the process. Yeah. It's still a lot easier said than done, talaga. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier said than done. And parang, I had the go for it. I, I, I was like the go for it person in in action. Like, mm-hmm. okay, apply lang ako, but I wouldn't go for it in my, you know, mm-hmm. parang, yeah. in my mind. So, you know, I'm always doubting. I'm always wondering. Ang kirap makatulog because I'm always thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess what I wish I could tell myself was parang, dude, you went for it. So, just chill out and see how uh-huh. it goes. Deal with the result when the result is there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wish I could have done differently, Siguro. That's really nice. Yeah, thank you so much for that. And is there any other final thing before we wrap everything up? Is there anything else that you want to tell the people listening to us today, especially people be rushing to apply for jobs again? So what would you want to tell them? Just go for it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like if, like if you see opportunities and even if you feel like maybe you're a little half-baked but you're underqualified, go for it. What's the worst that could happen? Mm. But yeah. then, tama, tama. Like, 
Diba? Like, if, if kung di ka kunin, edo figure it out from there. Rather than you don't apply because, ay, baka di ako kunin. Edo di ka, wala talagang, like, you know, you make your chance zero if you don't try. So just, so just go. Uh, of course, parang, um, go for it smartly. Like, wag naman yung apply for things that you don't feel are right for you. Pero diba? If you see something that you think you want, just try it out and then, flow with it from there yeah thank you so much i think we have thank reached you, the end yeah. of our podcast and before we end i guess we can have a checkout question just as you had the check-in question Ooh. earlier and our checkout question is how did you feel about this topic so yeah Mela, you can i start. like this topic <laughs> i wish i could have listened to something like this mm-hmm. when i was the lost fresh grad yeah <laughs> This is really discourse that needs to happen, lalo na in this pandemic na mm-hmm. such an important life transition is so yeah. much more complicated than it yeah. used to be. Yeah, so that's how I feel about it. I'm glad that this conversation is happening and that fresh grads will hopefully have access to it. What about you, Trina? For me, yes. I say same then. I really, I really enjoyed listening to this topic. And I think we're also like on the same level then of fresh grad, like just looking for a career path. And it was really nice to hear your experience and even learn from your experience that I hope our listeners can also take away that aside from you just talking about what you did, they could also learn from like how they can apply it to their own lives entering the workforce or as they've entered the workforce, what can they do about being a new employee? How about you, Athena? Personally, I also really like this topic because I feel like I'm the I'm the lost fresh grad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not graduating, but I'm already at that point. Like, one thing share lang, parang since like the start of this year or even a bit last year, parang nararamdaman ko na yun, parang, oh, I felt very lost. Parang, ano gagawin ko mm-hmm. after ko graduate? Ganun. Tapos, alam mo, yun yung parang talagang ninervous ka. Tapos, it's just in your head talaga. Yeah. And, ayun, parang I went into this thinking, like this podcast, di ba? Parang isip ko, okay, like I'll post the podcast. I'll get to know more about in Mela's advice, her, like how it was for her when she entered the workforce. Pero, alam mo, parang in, I came here as a host, but I left here learning something then. If uh-huh, that makes yeah. sense. So, parang ako mismo, parang puso, parang mas kumalma din na I have these concrete actions I can take action on, parang next, mm-hmm, ganun. And yeah. also that knowledge na it's normal for you to mm-hmm. feel this way, na parang yeah. feel lost. And, ayun, wala lang, na parang, ayun, like it's just a very, it's a very nice topic. I really liked it. Very timely for me personally. Thank you again everyone for joining us today. And thank you so much Mela for sharing thank with you, us Mela. your experiences. Talaga. You're applying for work. You're Super enjoyed it. Super learned a lot yeah. from it. Join us for our next episode as we channel positive emotions in the workplace. This has been Plus One with Positive Workplaces and this has been Trina and Athena from Positive Workplaces. And we hope that this was able to add some positivity to your day. We look forward to the next time you can sit down, have some tea, and have a listen to some positivity. Bye, Bye everyone!